and welcome back to another episode of the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. It's me, Alec Mappa, with my granddaughter, Priyanka, Queen of the North, and we're so excited because we finally reached the end of the Aussie Yellow Brick Road, and we have a winner, and she's with us today. Yay! Welcome! Welcome, Kidamine! Kia ora, everybody! Kidamine is the winner of Drag Race Down Under. Welcome to the winner's circle, Icon. We're both winners, baby. (laughs) Oh my gosh, crazy. So I see that there is this very viral, viral clip of you reacting to winning. I want you to walk us through exactly what you were thinking if you thought someone had it in the bag that wasn't you if you were worried that they weren't going to call your name and you're surrounded by all your loved ones and what was going to happen if they called someone else's name what was the exact feeling when they said yeah. your name it's um as the winner it's it's so funny because at that point i'm at home right so i've had a couple glasses of wine and um i'm you know i'm feeling a little bit saucy um <laughs> and all of a sudden uh, i know it's leading up to that point and um someone is like kneeling in front of me with a camera on my face and i'm like this is going to be one of two things like the moment where i have to like be like ah. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah. Good on you, girl. Yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> or, or um, my life was about to like change, like drastically, and um, yeah, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yes. And um, my gosh, it still doesn't feel real. Like uh, it feels like I'm living in the most fantastical dream. That's amazing. I always thought that if a camera was on me and they announced that I lost, I would just start tipping shit over. I would just. I would make that, I would like, I would claim that moment as the loser Mm -hmm. to just kind of tear a room apart and maybe rip a few limbs out of a human being. Oh, 100%. I actually practiced that, my if I lost reaction. (laughs) And because I was like, if they don't, because at the time... And I don't know if you felt this way, kid, kid, I mean, but like you do kind of go through each of the contestants and everyone has a reason to win. Like, like anyone could take it. Right. Everyone is amazing. They fought to get in the top. And if they didn't call your name, I was going to I was going to be like this. Just don't just. mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Did, did, what would you what, what would your reaction have been if you didn't uh, win, is the I don't know I mean I, I genuinely don't know there was zero there was zero planning I um it, I, I just I've always kind of just taken everything as it comes I, I kind of don't like to kind of think too far ahead my, my mind runs naturally like a million miles a minute and like thoughts come and go like quick fire out of my stupid brain so um i I try not to kind of think too far ahead so i don't know what i would have done uh if i if i didn't win um i probably would have cried as well (laughs) i'm such a sensitive bitch honestly (laughs) (laughs) yeah tears are appropriate for either reaction what i'm excited about for you as a winner is the branding that it's going to do for the club that you already own yeah for sure um you know like we're we're very fortunate at calutzi um Kaluzzi's been an institution in um, 
in New Zealand and on um, K Road or Karangahape Road um, for like 25 years. And I've only been doing drag for 11 years and um, we've owned it with, I've owned it with Anita for about five years. Um, so we're very fortunate that for the last 25 years, it's sort of become this like a uh, staple of Karangahape Road and um, it, it's very busy already, but you're right. Like it just, it just um, further cements like uh, why Kaluzzi has been um, such a staple for so long, you know, that, um, you know, one of, one of the Kaluzzi girls can go on to like win RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Like that's just totally crazy. This is incredible. You know, I do want to know something like I, I did a photo shoot with Jada and Shay. We were Destiny's Child. So Kita, as the winner, what what are we going to do? Are we going to do like Romy and Michelle? Are we gonna, just going to make out and take photos? What's our photo shoot going to look like? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I will do um, everything and anything. <laughs> I'm a total show pony at the end of the day. So like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you like dangle you you dangle something in front of me whether it's an opportunity or a bet or a dare and like I'll be diving into it head first <laughs> okay I'm I would obsessed. I would now like to do my impression of Kidamine answering the phone Bring! I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed that's me yeah, every time literally. I see a dick I'll take it I'll take it <laughs> Now let's talk about the episode that is RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, the finale, Kidamine, the episode that put the crown on your head. The finale kicked off with Electra's elimination. Now you were with your sisters in this competition, Anita and Electra. The question I have for you is, did you find it hard to compete against your friends? Um, yeah, that's that's a great question. I, I, I actually didn't feel like it was a competition the entire time, and, and it's such a weird thing um, to say and I imagine for you to hear as well like I I really was so stuck in my head and was mm. critiquing everything that I was doing the whole time um, that I really wasn't even focusing on trying to do better than someone else I was really just focusing on trying to not do a shit job myself um, it, the only time it truly felt um, really registered that it was a competition um, was probably when I had to lip sync against Electra. That was really hard, um, and, and it was like it, all of a sudden uh, when I'm in that yeah. position when it's either myself or her, um, and I didn't want her to go, but like I would, you know, way rather like she fucked off than I <laughs> than I did. So um, yeah, that, that's when it really kind of felt like a competition, and I I, I don't like competitions to be honest. Um, so yeah, that that was no fun at all. Um, and then obviously at the end of it, um, when um, I'm sitting there uh, at home on Saturday night and realizing that someone's life's about to change, like that's when it really kind of uh, became real that you know someone's about to like be the winner. Um, and I never in a million years would have thought it was me. So like that's totally crazy. And um, yeah, I, I, it still hasn't sunk in for sure. For the record, I loved your magic act. I didn't think you were going to be at the bottom. I liked it, and, I, and I, I didn't even have a problem with what you were wearing. The top four for the grand finale. Out of the top four, Scarlett, Art, and Karen, who did you see as your biggest competition going into the big finale episode? Oh, my gosh. Um, I thought the one to take it was likely going to be Scarlett. Um, 
leading into everything. Um, it's funny because before um, th- before <laughs> you, you kind of have your perception of once filming wraps and then you have your perception as everyone's watching it and then it, everything kind of changes um, as, as different things sort of come to light <laughs> and um, yeah and, and you see people's opinions and reactions to things so um, when we wrapped filming I thought Scarlett had it in the bag um, then obviously um, when everything sort of started coming out of the woodworks I was thinking, okay, well, this is probably not a go. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking Art Simone was probably going to be my biggest competition. <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah, I, I, I honestly thought I was at the bottom of the pecking order the whole time. I, Art and Karen have done such a great job of uh, marketing themselves and, and um, establishing themselves as really, like, uh, quality drag artists in so many ways um, and Scarlett had won so many challenges I honestly thought I was at the bottom of the bottom of the list like the little kiwi just really there um, so so they're like oh well we still had a kiwi in the end <laughs> so you in the episode you talk with Rue and Michelle and you talked about your childhood you said you're desperate for love and didn't know mm. where that came from now, did you figure out where that came from and why you're desperate for love now? Like, do you know now or no? I've, I I don't know if it stemmed from something um, in my life or if it's just part of who I am. Uh, I, I know just, like, naturally I'm super sensitive. Um, I really thrive on human connection and human, like, understanding. Um and I really get a lot of satisfaction out of like um, understanding other people, and I get satisfaction when other people understand me. So um, I think it just stems from naturally who I am. I I I really I'm, I'm the happiest when I am giving and receiving love. Everybody likes to give and receive, Priyanka. I also think that this is part of every queer kid's journey through this through this life until we're socialized, you know, from day one to love who we are intrinsically, to feel that we're a value. You know, um, I think that it's evolving. I think more and more kids are growing up with accepting parents. For, but for people from my generation, we still have that. I still have that part of myself that I'm in therapy for where I feel mm. unlovable. And it's always about filling yourself up from the inside. Mm. I do. <laughs> yeah, you're so right, Alec. I I, I totally um, vibe with that for sure. Um, <laughs> I was filling up myself from the inside last night um, until early hours of this morning. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm grateful that I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely dead (laughs) now going into writing your verse what was your process in creating your lyrics to tell your story you went into it wanting to sing heartfelt lyrics and really wanted the audience to hear your journey and you achieved that you were a really terrific singer we're, um, so let us know about your process. Um, well, so <laughs> it, it's so different when you're in Drag Race, right? Because you're in this um, whole new world. So um, I'm not really sure sort of like, you know, like 
how much people know about like Priyanka would know this you know you're kind of like locked in a hotel room you're fully kind of isolated so you the process that I would probably usually go into something like that is completely thrown on its head because um, I'm feeling emotions and I'm in a state that I'm just not used to Um, but really I just kind of sat down and um, tried to reflect Mm. back on um the, the competition and the experience I had just had um and and really just tried to channel channel that and um yeah I, the one thing that I really took away from the experience was uh the whole time that uh, we got to communicate with RuPaul or and RuPaul communicate to us um it always felt so genuine and um wholesome and like just really wise and even when rue wasn't talking to me when she was talking to like the other to the other girls um i i would still listen and and take in those words of wisdom i i was really quite overwhelmed with um how wise rupaul is um and how how genuinely loving it was oh well aren't you lucky uh, Priyanka's still bitter because she hasn't met RuPaul yet. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, you met the the next best thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I met the next best something. All right, Queen of the North, you want to ask about the the, the next question? So. Let's talk about the performance now. Your performance was so emotional and the lyrics transformed into something so beautiful. You looked beautiful. You sounded beautiful. Was this your proudest moment on the show, you think? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really was. Um, I, I felt finally I had begun to uh, get out of my head and and... I felt like finally I was really putting forward a product or like a, um, I was putting forward something that I was like finally like really proud of. I was executing exactly how I wanted to, um, and how, um, I knew I was capable of. So yeah, it definitely was the proudest, um, the proudest part of the competition for me. I, I think the last, like, um, two, the last two episodes, um, really like I started to like, um, be less hard on myself, you know? Yeah, I find those are the most fun moments where, like, you kind of take the pressure off yourself and just have fun. Like, towards the end, you're kind of just like, you know what? I'm just happy to be here, so let's have a good time and do my best. Mm. And those are the times where you have most fun, and those are the times where you actually remember those moments. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, I feel sometimes the edits are misleading because they always show an edit where people are struggling through the choreography, and they're like, "I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this." And then when you came out and you performed in the in the uh, in the song, you looked so joyful. You had this gigantic Disney smile on your face, and you really lit up the stage. And you had. <laughs> on kind of this um, Bob Mackie um, tasseled uh, number that really, really moved well for the number. 
Yeah. So, um, like, I love performing. Like, doing drag, just like being in drag, um, makes me so happy, and performing makes me so happy. So, like, it's so genuinely, you know, like, I don't paint, I don't, like, just, like, put on a smile for the stage. Like, it's, I'm just really loving doing it. Um, one of the coolest things about that, too, that costume was actually made by Electra. So, it was really cool that, um, even though she, had to leave that I could still take a piece of her into the final episode with me. That was really special for me. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I really love that outfit mm. and, uh, and everybody kind of seemed to bring their individual swag to the number. Um, let's talk about looks. Let's talk. Yay! Let's the talk looks. looks. This is my favorite part of the program. Um, the program. The category is best drag. Uh, the best category of uh, the any best season category ever. Every uh. season ever. Um, so uh, first up, we have Art Simone, who came out in this beautiful all teal number. I mean, teal from head to toe, teal in her eyebrow, um, in her uh, eye makeup. She kind of had this updo, the kind of this Barbie updo with this uh, uh, this uh, amazing jeweled teal choker that turned into a teal bodice that turned into a teal ball gown. She looked like um, a Disney princess at the end of like a transformation. You know, at the yes. end where like, you know, Cinderella, um, I I really love this look. Uh, Priyanka. Uh, I love this look. I love a big ball gown. Oh my God. Like I love a walking parade float. I love the mm-hmm. color choice. I am in. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Ketamine, what do you think of her look? I loved it. It was so beautiful. Um, I, I just love the sheer size of it. I, I love it when you're in drag, you can just like absolutely give zero fucks as to how much space you're taking up. And she literally was like overflowing off the side of the catwalk. So yeah. And, and I also love like monochrome drag. I do it a lot myself where I like match the hair to the, to the dress, to the shoes, to the makeup. Like I, I think it looks so impressive. Um, and art someone never fails to look a hundred percent put together so yeah it was it was so beautiful i she in the workroom and you never saw this on camera i don't think but she spent like hours steaming out like every layer of chul and like every layer like slowly and surely like she's such a perfectionist um and you know and, and it shows in her drag she looks so beautiful I really enjoy her. I I just got a big kick out of her all season long, and and her looks are are impeccable. And you can see the you know how detailed she is and how good she is at what she does. Next up, we have Karen from Finance, who and her best drag. What I what 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 I entertain me about Karen from Finance? It's kind of like when you. Um, there's a character in a movie and and she's that character in the movie and every single drag setup she had fit Karen from finance was was <laughs> in line with that character. So this is really kind of Karen from finance um best drag. It is a ball gown but she has her uh signature glasses. She has this bouffant uh, you know bigger hair, bigger she has this rough around her um around her neck and it comes into this kind of um form-fitting mermaid gown with kind of uh, dark pinstripes in the middle and purple on the outside. It was, it's really like she's so on point as far as Karen from finance goes. And, and in keeping with that, I really like this look. I totally agree with you. It's one of those things where like nobody knows 
Karen from finance better than Karen from finance knows mm-hmm. Karen from finance. You know what I mean? Like she just is so branded and it makes so yeah. much sense. Like this has to be the ugliest effing dress I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. But because it's Karen from finance, I'm looking at it and it's beautiful on her. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> Did she brainwash us? Yeah. No, it's, it's the character. Would you agree? Kita? <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. If anyone else was to wear it, like if Scarlett was to wear that dress, like people would be absolutely repulsed by it. But the <laughs> fact that Karen walks out in like the most ridiculous pinstripe suit turned into a sequin gown with random purple panels, <laughs> like with, with these like blue ruffle cravat thing, like it was just so Karen. It was so camp. Um, I would wear it. I would absolutely wear something like that. Um, I love that. She, Karen is so aware it, it's of... It's absolutely um, hilarious. Yeah, it seriously is. When I saw it, I immediately just, like, my jaw dropped. I was like, you are the fucking stupidest bitch I've ever met in my life, and I love you for it. <laughs> I love stupid. Stupid is my favorite flavor, and it's just... I, I, I was just continuously entertained by her and I loved during her interview when she said um, yes my mother worked in finance but this character is not based on her at all (laughs) (laughs) next up Scarlett Adams oh Priyanka this one's your favorite why don't you walk us through this look Alec you don't like this one you know your granddaughter so well you know her so well (laughs) yeah yeah I you know when you're in grade eight and you're going to go to graduation. Yes. And you go to your mall to pick out a dress. Correct. This is the dress. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this one. Is it, is it- full shade. Full tea. Full shade. <laughs> I thought it was a little more elevated than that. What do you think, Kidamine? You know, this, the tea is that that dress is like seemingly quite basic um you know it's like a it's a strapless gown with a bustle on it um Mm -hmm. but i I, the the impressive thing i'm confident that scarlet probably sewed that dress um she made i'm pretty sure she made everything she wore or if not like a lot of the things that she wore on the show um so just because i've got like an insight into that um I think it's impressive. Uh, but if you're just kind of watching it from a viewer perspective, um, I mean, it's a little bit like expensive curtains turned into a travel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that she sells the garment. I love that she comes out. She's, but, she's you know, a, credit where credit's due. <laughs> what I enjoy about Scarlett is regardless of what she's wearing, she really knows how to sell it. She's a dancer. She knows how to move. And uh, Priyanka, I disagree. I, I, I actually kind of like this. It, it didn't seem like a middle-aged gradu- gradu- uh, middle school graduation dress to me. Um, finally, we have, uh, last but not least, the superhero. That is Kidamine. This was like a three-act play. You coming out in this outfit? <laughs> oh my gosh. You you had the mint. You had you had the mar- you had the uh, the jugs up front. This kind of almost ice skating um, ice skating bodice with um, uh, two different lengths of skirt, and then it had wings. You winged out. I did not expect that. This was a showstopper for me. I mean, from head to toe. Pray incredible. In- incredible you look like a superhero i love 
the jewels. I love the drag jewels. I love the tits. Um, how did you feel in this? In this, outfit? <laughs> this is like an outfit of all my favorite things. Like, mm. there's a little bit of a headpiece. There's some feathers. There's a big. There's a. It's a bodysuit. Because like, I like wearing those because they're easier to perform in. Yeah. Mo- so mo- walk, walk us through this. This yeah. look. Yeah. <laughs> Head to toe. Yeah, I I felt so beautiful in it. Um, I I knew that everyone was probably going to wear some form of like gown, um, something that was very sort of formal. Mm. So I knew again, like um, I always have, I always want to like take an an immediate concept and just like flip it on its head like fuck it up a little bit so i was Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm gonna wear uh something that's gonna hug my vagina um have full beating you know and show off all my legs um so i I was proud that i did something once again that was different to what the other girls did um Mm -hmm. and yeah i felt so beautiful the wings actually um everyone has asked me if it was an homage to courtney act and i actually didn't make the connection until after the fact and I'm proud of the fact that it that it does reference Courtney, but um, wings are something that I've been doing in my live show for a while, um, and uh, they've always been a showstopper. So when uh, they want when the brief was to bring your best drag, um, I had to bring wings again. So the same guy that makes them um, in New Zealand, um, I got him to recreate these new sort of um, angelic style ones for me. Oh, it's so cool! I mean, absolutely beautiful, and I, I, what you did. When you said that you knew that what all the other queens um, were going to wear ball gowns and you decided to show your legs, that's called a swerve. You swerved away from what was expected. Yeah, for sure. And I've always kind of um, got a kick from that. Like my whole life, like even as a teenager, like I I always kind of like saw what everyone else was doing. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to kind of like do the opposite. And um I think I've just always been a little bit rebellious. I think I've always taken um, satisfaction out of like kind of um, pissing people off because you know like often often the people that get pissed off um, are, are the problem in the world. So I really like being like fuck you. I'm gonna create my own rules. <laughs> I love that. That's what like uh, Sharon Needle said. When in doubt, freak them out. Now post dragway race, all of the queens, including Priyanka, are raising the bar. I don't know if you know this about my granddaughter, but she is on the cover of Elle magazine in Canada. She's a supermodel. She's a recording artist. Um, I think that she's going to discover an alternative fuel source that will end the next world war. Um, <laughs> Aww. That's so nice of you to say. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud yes. um, Kida, Kida, what can we expect from you post drag race career? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I am going to also start asking people uh, what my name is. <laughs> I'm going to scream it at the top of my lungs at the clubs. <laughs> um, definitely stealing that. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, it it's it hasn't truly sunk in um, what this opportunity is going to bring about, um, but I, I'm really just determined to continue um, doing what I love, which is doing drag, um, having a good time doing it, and um, yeah, really just bask in that. I, I I've released some music, which is exciting, so I've just put that onto YouTube, uh, and I've created a music video to go along with it. So good. Um, so yeah, I've always wanted to release music, and um, now feels like the best opportunity or the best time to be able to do that. So I'm excited for the world to see 
um, another little glimpse into my weird brain because I think people probably wouldn't expect the kind of music I've released. It's very like gritty and a little bit rock and roll. That's so great. You know, there were only eight episodes. So when you came out and sang, I was like, holy shit, she sings too. And, <laughs> and, and Priyanka, I kind of felt that about your season too. Like when you came out and you and Rita both sang, I was like, this is, these motherfuckers are talented. They are amazing. So um, the thing I love about you, Kita, and I just want to say this uh, before we wrap up, is that I loved all the joy you brought to the work. You brought so much. I mean, it is a competition. There are so many um, traps within this program to show your worst side. And you came through in every episode as as somebody so joyful. And it, it, that really read. And I appreciated that. Um, do you feel the same way? Oh, thanks, Alec. I appreciate that. It was, um, you know, I, 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 I just wanted to um, make sure that every – Every opportunity I had to um, take anything in, I was taking in as much of it as I could, um, and that proved that proved like a struggle in itself because like I was constantly kind of um, second guessing myself. Um, but I, as I've kind of got like older in life, like I've I've really just tried to navigate everything authentically and just sort of um, and look at everything from a lens of. Um, appreciation and love so um yeah i kind of just i just i i just did it my way really and um yeah i'm glad i did i i am proud of the way i came across and um a a lot of people have said similar things to me and so i'm glad that uh it's you know um mostly positive you know people took positivity from me that's wonderful that's wonderful. Well, we've got some um, – we would love to talk to you for the remainder of the day, but we actually have come to the end of our program. we got some wrap-up announcements to do, don't we, Priyanka? Oh, That's no. right. One more time, <laughs> give it up for Ketamine, the winner yes. of Drag Race Down Under. Yay! Congratulations, Keto. You're a winner, baby. <laughs> Thank you for having me, team. That's so wonderful. <laughs> Don't forget – I'll, you know, in addition to uh, Drag Race Down Under, there's an amazing thing happening on WOW Presents Plus, and it's called Drag Race España. If you haven't watched Drag Race España, do yourself a favor. Head over to WOW Presents Plus right now. It is so much fun and um, kind of political because I feel like watching it, Pri, I don't know if you've watched it or not, that these girls kind of live in an environment where it's more of a risk for them to be in drag. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a big. It's 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 interesting. It kind of it because we lose sight of it because like in Canada, for example, I can leave my home and drag and nobody would ever flinch. Mm-hmm. But it's different. It's very different in different parts of the world, which is why it's so beautiful to have all these different drag races to see what it's like in each country. It's amazing. Right, and these 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 girls are hysterical. So head on over. I have some favorites, and uh, uh, the the last uh, episode, all I've got, to, I've got two, uh, two words: poopy poison. I is my favorite. <laughs> and if you want to know who that is, watch Espana Drag Race. We have some special offers right now um, that Priyanka would like to tell you about. I would love to tell you about it. Check out our World of Wonders store for all things RuPaul's Drag Race and get your merch. You can save 10% off with the code Drag Race Podcast. Also, that's the code Drag Race Podcast. Thank you. Also, I have a game show <laughs> on Rob Presents Plus called What's 
my game. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to check it out. My recent guests were Rockham Sakura and Margaret Margaret Cho, and it's it truly is chaos. And oh, it's amazing. And everyone is lo- loving it. Everyone's telling me who else they want to see on the show. Everyone's telling me how pretty I look. Everyone's <laughs> telling me that I'm amazing. And um, just as amazing as, as this incredible official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast with Alec Mappa and myself, Priyanka, which you could listen to every single Wednesday on the Wild Podcast Network and listen to wherever you listen to podcasts. Alec, where can people find you? You can find me at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Alec Mappa. You could also listen to my mental health podcast every single week wherever podcasts are streamed. It's called Alec Mappa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist. It's a great mental health show where I interview celebrities. Last week we had Alec Baldwin. We've had Priyanka. We've had Isaac Mizrahi. We've had Sandra Bernhardt. It's just so much fun. You're absolutely going to love it. Priyanka, where can people find you on your socials? You could find me everywhere. I'm uh, on Instagram, the Queen Priyanka. I just announced a UK tour. UK, I'm coming <gasps> for you in August. So exciting. Um... I'm just excited to be alive at this point. So Google me, find me. Ketamine, where can people find you? Oh, um, usually uh, in uh, the bogs down the side, side streets of K Road. Um, but, uh, if you want to find me on the interwebs, you can find me uh, on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, it's all just ketamine, K-I-T-A, mean, like I'm nasty, but um, only after hours and after a few drinks. <laughs> Ketamine, look for her. This is the one K-hole you will not want to crawl out of. You can find me and Priyanka every week here at the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. (laughs) We talk about all things drag race. You know, come here if you want to hear from the experts. Um, Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 This has been a World of Wonder production. 